Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the weekly forecast for the week starting September 26th. This week is a big week in that it holds a Mercury retrograde um, and beginning and the shifting of a new month where this forecast includes the first and second of October, which is wild. So um, this week I've kind of labeled as the retrograde extravaganza. I feel like that's going to be the prevailing thing that most of us are going to be feeling. If you haven't yet listened um, to the weekend forecast, you might want to listen to that. It will give you a little bit more of what I'm about to talk about, a little bit more um, pregame, if you will, about what to expect as we go into this retrograde. We had a lot of Gemini energy over the weekend and um, we spent our last Mercury retrograde in Gemini. And I find that that those two things together are very, um, you know, auspicious. And we are just kind of like looking forward to what will be coming up and out. So as a, as a, what do I want to call it? Refresher and a primer right? Because depending, there is a good mix of people who have been around with me teaching for quite a few retrograde extravaganzas. And then there's quite a few of you that are brand new. And so I would like to just give it a little bit of a reminder. What are retrogrades, right? Retrogrades aren't actually, I'm going to go ahead and say real. Um, The planets don't actually move backwards. So that being said, Retrogrades are something that on earth we witness as an optical illusion, Um, meaning that from our perspective, the planet is seemingly moving backwards, but it's all an illusion. Um, Planets always revolve around the sun in the same direction. The, the, The reason it looks like a retrograde is happening is because there is a difference in speed, the relative difference in speed. Kind of like everyone's had it where you're parked in a car in a parking lot and the car next to you starts to, to reverse out of their spot, but you feel like you're moving forward and you slam on your brakes, even though you're in park, that kind of an energy, it appears like you're moving forward and they're moving back. Um, and so it's just kind of this thing that happens. However, I feel And this is just how I was taught. Um, And I know people disagree with me, but I think the reason retrogrades impact us the way that they do isn't because we've applied the myth and the folklore of it looking like it's going backwards into our life. But I think that as planets play catch up, right, that our energetic ties to things shift and change. So if we're all interconnected and the human consciousness is interconnected to the to the whole universe, which I believe it is, and the whole universe is interconnected and there are um, wavelengths of data and um, all sorts of things in that universe. I'm trying not to get too weird on anybody, Um, but if there's all sorts of information that we can access in the ethers, and I believe that there is, then as planets catch up to each other and as planets orbit around each other and as we interact, as we move past and as somebody passes us and as we pass others, there are shifting in what is our closest energetic connections. And I feel like that's what we're feeling a lot during retrogrades. We're having different access 
to planets than we do um, other times of the year when everything's direct and everything's moving and things are further apart. And so that's how I feel that the retrogrades impact Um, just kind of like um, the whole of human evolution on earth. We've interacted with the stars in our skies and we have felt the impact of different things in our universe. And, and there is just nothing that tells me that this isn't true, um, in my gut and you'll have to do your own gut check and your own discernment. But another thing to think of is that when there's a flare on the sun, we, we feel it on earth. This is like NASA studied. There are all sorts of science, like scientists that track this often. Um, NASA has had its equipment go down because of the energetic storms that happen after a massive solar flare, geomagnetic storms. Um, It's why we have the Northern lights, things like this. So we know that things outside of our planet impact us and we know that um, this is the case. And so when we think about retrogrades, And we think about what it means as planets play catch up and what it means as so many planets appear to be retrograding in our sky. Energetically, it will feel like there is internal focus, right? Um, Almost as if when you are running a race on a track, right? And you're running and you're running and you're running. Let's say you're on the inside lane and somebody on the outside lane starts to appear to overtake you. You have to come into that space where you know what path you're on, what trajectory you're on. You have to become aware of your feet. You have to know you're in the inner lane. You have to know you have the advantage. We have to play that mental game. And in that same way, I think retrogrades give us the opportunity to check in with ourselves. Where are we going? How are we doing? What is this influence actually meaning to us? Now, out of the seven planets that will be retrograde this week, six of them are outer planets, right? They're outside of that asteroid belt, the main asteroid belt. Jupiter and Saturn, I call them the inner outers. (laughs) They're the most inner planets of the outer planets. They're just on the other side of the asteroid belt. Um, Most astrologers factor them into our awareness. Um, and then beyond that, we have Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, Chiron. Those are also retrograde at the moment. But what that means is that the outer planets have more of a, an impact on us as a globe. Um, and there will be things that are almost generational. We will see different things happening. We have the Pluto return in February of 2022, and that's going to impact everything, the Pluto return of the United States. And it's going to impact the world, not just the United States, but it's our Pluto return. So it will impact us the most. So as, as, and what I mean by that is Pluto's energy in general impacts the whole world, but the return will be more obvious. Um, and so when Mercury retrogrades in Libra on Monday, September 27th, The planets that will be retrograde will be Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and Chiron. And so then Mercury goes retrograde. That's an inner planet and it's close to us and we feel the movement of Mercury. And so as Mercury goes retrograde, we will take all of this retrograde energy. Mercury rules logic, reasoning, communication, ether, right? The ether, the absorbing of information, the downloads, 
um, symbolic communication, um, expression, how we travel, right? Um, how we move through the universe, how we astral travel, all these things are very mercurial. And so as this goes retrograde, we will be taking all of the retrogrades and assimilating and processing this. And it's in Libra, right? And with Libra, this cardinal air sign ruled by Venus, we will be beginning new things in the, in the area of, of love and, and appearances and community and relationships beginning anew with all this retrograde. It's really this processing of what does this all mean for me in my life, in my mind, in my relationships, where is the balance? Where is the harmony? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Where do, where do I really stand? You know, Jupiter retrogrades asking us, where's the expansion at Saturn retrograde is asking us, where are my internal foundations? Uranus retrograde is saying, who are you? How can you be more authentically you? How can you be more individual? How can you bring your specific and unique gifts to the world? Neptune retrograde is asking us, where is your psychic abilities? Where is your intuition? Where is your imagination? How can you be more creative? Where is the creativity already within you? Pluto wants is asking us, Pluto's retrograde in Capricorn, also foundational energy, wanting that, that radical, slow, radical, burning fire change, right? The magic, the, the other world, our shadow side, where, where are our gifts put into the shadows to make other people more comfortable? And how can we bring them up and out of us, you know, to make our way forward in life? Chiron is retrograde asking us some of the same things. What childhood wounds maybe caused us to put our gifts into the shadows? What instances in our early childhood and in our early life caused trauma that caused us to express less of who we are? All of these planets are working together in this way. So Mercury retrograde in Libra is going to come in and almost rally the troops. And, and this is significant because um, some of the retrogrades will go direct while Mercury is retrograde. So it's almost like tying up the ether portion of this outer planet over, over, overarching story plots, right? It's tying it up into the individuals, how I feel it. It feels like all this stuff is happening. The whole world's questioning themselves. If you're on social media, you see it. Who am I? Where do I show up? How do I have purpose? What is my life going to look like? What do I want out of life? More than ever, people are leaving jobs. People are changing careers. Those th things sound the same, but they are not. Life purposes are shifting constantly, right? We have to be looking at everything and everything is looking very wild and very different. And so where um, Mercury plays a role is I believe Mercury is going to come in and kind of bring it all home as in what, what does this all mean for you and what does it all mean for me and how how are we going to truly bring the nurturing back in and so this week could be big depending on how you've been planning right um if you've been meditating if you've been um journaling if you've been recognizing messages and things coming up in your in your daily life you may feel like you're prepared, right? Um, Mercury retrograde always has some surprises in there. So I wouldn't necessarily bank on the fact that you will 
be prepared, but it, you may feel like you're going to. Um, another really interesting thing is that we have a lot of trine energy, right? Um, and we also have a third quarter moon this week. So <clears throat> let's get prepared. It could feel like a lot. It could feel like suddenly you're questioning more than you thought or little little tickles of thoughts that you've had in the back of your mind suddenly come to the forefront and you can no longer ignore them. Um, and it could also feel like relationships are under the microscope and suddenly you're not really sure where you stand on a whole lot of areas, not just, you know, your main relationships, but questioning all relationships in your life and how you operate within them. So <clears throat> big stuff on the horizon. Um, just to break it down for you, Monday, September 27th, Mercury goes retrograde. We then have seven planets in retrograde Tuesday. Now on midnight, Mercury retrograde on Monday, midnight Eastern. So that will still be Monday for you West coasters. Midnight, Tuesday, September 28th, the moon goes void of course and is through the night <clears throat> for about nine hours and is void of course until moon moves into cancer at 9.34 a.m. Tuesday, the 28th um, Eastern. Now what that means, dreams could be real wild guys. Watch your dreams Monday night and see if they don't have some sort of theme, some sort of, um, message. I would Monday night going to bed, I would put on a dream blend. I would, you know, burn personally, burn some mugwort, clear your energetic spaces, really prepare. Cause I think Monday night dreams are going to be vivid. I think that they're going to be illuminating to things that will come up for you during Mercury retrograde. Um, because that moon void, of course, in Gemini, um, it's just very futuristic. And I, I would, I would ask for some messages instead of letting your imagination run wild because it could get nightmare. Um, then moon, moon moves into Cancer 9.34 a.m. Tuesday, the 28th. Then we have the third quarter moon in Cancer 9.56 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, the 28th. This third quarter moon is conjunct a fixed star. Um, and I, I always like, I like to give information and then I don't like to give too much information. It's really not important to dig in too much when you're looking at the aspects and you're looking at, okay, so this is, this is what we're doing and this is how it's going to feel. Um, but, but fixed stars can go either way. There's oftentimes more at play than just, you know, what, uh, what appears to be there. So I'm going to not mince words anymore and just kind of share what it says. So when you are looking at this specific third quarter moon, um, the fixed star, uh, gives a lot of energetic oomph. Okay. So it's got like this, this almost Aries energy to it. And the third quarter moon is going to be a really good time to set boundaries. Okay. To start something new in relation to your power to feeling empowered and your boundaries. Um, I would do a lot of solar plexus work. We are going to do solar plexus work together in the weekly alignment, but this is a very, um, useful thing for manifesting what we want going into fall and to maintain our boundaries going into the very thin veil season. 
Um, and also reminder, um, that this third quarter moon is also square Mars. Um, so it's going to kind of create some tension in your desires and your need to like amp up. Um, so things under the surface that you've been trying to avoid may be burbling to the top. You may want to take action on a lot of things that are bothering you. Um, because in, in cancer, so cancer is that watery, um, you know, lunar cardinal energy. So it's like, it wants to begin things of an emotional, uh, theme and Mars wants to begin things from a very masculine strength, you know, like assertive energy. And it could just feel a little, it could feel a little unbalanced. That's why we want to work with this fixed star energy. Um, the third quarter moon in cancer fixed star, um, Tejat posterior. So it is one of those influences that you're just like, oh yes, there's going to be extra power here. And so getting into that lunar energy and cancer tapping into the moon and creating some power, um, boundaries that are lunar inspired will do everybody really well. Wednesday, September 29th, we have some, um, peak energy with Venus and Neptune. So Venus trying Neptune retrograde and the sun is trying Saturn retrograde. Um, this will be a good little break in intensity from the weekend Mercury retrograde. And then the third quarter moon, I feel by Wednesday, we will be feeling all the feels we will be either illuminating and taking action on our desires or maybe wallowing a bit. That's obviously very prominent with a third quarter moon in cancer. Um, but this, we could harness some energy on Wednesday to tap in deeper to how do we feel in this time? Mer Mercury retrograde in Libra is asking you to go within and look for where is their disharmony? Where is their unbalance? Um, imbalance. Where, where are there things that are off and how are you actually feeling about that? And, and, and the Neptune retrograde really drops the delusions from your life. Right. Um, and asks you to go deeper within your spirituality. So it's going to be a day to ask some really deep questions. It's also a good day to kind of tap into more on, um, how do you want to love and, and that include yourself in that right? So how self-love, how do you really want to be loved? How do you love yourself? How well do you love yourself? Um, how often do you harm yourself? Not just self-harm in the ways that people traditionally think about it, but are you not sleeping? Are you feeding your body foods? It doesn't like, are you drinking things? Your body doesn't like your body. And it's important for you to actually check in with that outside of societal things. You know, I know, um, I know for a long time, just as an example, they're showing me to share that I tried to drink, uh, green juices every day and, um, my lupus rashes got so inflamed and I was having all kinds of problems with them. And it turns out that I can't drink raw green juices. <laughs> they're bad for me. My body does not react well to them. I have allergies to pollen and anything that's raw makes me sick, uh, because of the pollen allergies being so severe. So really pay attention to you, not the world, right? 
this is what this is going to be asking you. This Venus trying Neptune, drop the delusions, drop the illusions, drop the smoke and mirrors, turn inward with that intuition. Who are you? How are you loving yourself? Where is your actual inner true balance? How is it? What does it need? right? You want to turn this compassion towards yourself. And if that means that you need to take a day off and you need to go shopping or you need to buy clothes that fit you, or you need to buy clothes that look like who you are on the inside, this is the kind of activity that's super supportive. Um, the sun trying Saturn retrograde is also really think about that spotlight, illuminating your inner foundations, work on your foundations, not masking who you are, right? We're not going to go out and buy clothes that make you look how the world wants you to look. You want to fix the foundational cracks. Where are you not taking care of yourself? Where are you not staying true to your own goals? Where are you not staying true to your own plans, right? How are you doing? And this is where you want to be able to evaluate deeper into your community, right? And into your structure and where are you supported and where are you not supported, right? How many people don't buy houses because there's a crack in the foundation? The foundation's just expensive and hard to fix, but then people with that are equipped with the skill set have no problem buying houses that have cracks and foundations. Like I'm pretty sure Chip and Jojo um, specifically look for houses with a crack in the foundation because they know they're specifically um, skilled in fixing them. So you don't be afraid of your cracks in your foundation. Just learn the skills to fix them, right? Just stop ignoring what's inside there and get after it. That's the kind of energy that sun trying Saturn retrograde wants you to show up with. Just stop hiding from your cracks, go fix them, right? The skills and the tools are available. You just have to have the desire. So on Thursday, um, we come into a space where Venus square Jupiter retrograde is also happening along the same times that Venus trine Neptune is happening. Um, and so Venus is working with Neptune and that element is Monday through Friday, right? Now, Wednesday through Saturday, Venus also squares off with Jupiter retrograde. Venus is really showing up in a lot of different ways. Um, and so Venus square Jupiter retrograde is, is can be sort of lighthearted. And I'm going to say sort of, because the problem is, is that your expansion requires joy. Um, when we look at Jupiter, we have to understand Jupiter wants us to broaden our horizons, integrate lessons learned and truly expand. Right. Um, and so you want to be able to look at Jupiter as growth and as expansion. And that always comes from a place of joy and awe and peace and love. Those are expansive emotions. Those are expansive frequencies. And so Venus squaring off with Jupiter retrograde, it's kind of like, you got to get in some joy. You're going to want to make a plan for Thursday, um, to the Thursday evening into Friday, right? Um, so Thursday night, all day, Friday, and most of Saturday, you should make a plan to have some fun and some joy and get into nature or go to a museum or somewhere where you feel awe and gratitude and appreciation for the human consciousness, um, and appreciation for the interconnectedness of the human species, right? This would be a good time to, help somebody, um, a good time to be in community with somebody. This would be excellent time to help somebody like move, right? Like that community of, 
of getting together and having fun. So, and then Thursday evening around 9 PM Eastern moon enters Leo. And so our inner world will want to take center stage and, um, and what the moon wants, the moon gets what's interesting though. I should warn you Thursday, we have the moon is void of course, from about 10 45 AM Eastern until it moves into Leo with the Venus square Jupiter retrograde also in the air. Don't plan anything crazy on Thursday. It's like not the day to like take a test. It's not the day to have an intense meeting. It's not the day, um, to be extremely strategic. It's not the day to have like 12 different errands to run. Remember we have Mercury retrograde and it's very first week. Um, and the moon is void, of course, almost all of the daylight hours on the East coast before moving into Leo. And so it's just not the day to try to get a bunch of stuff done. It's definitely a day to have fun. So just remember that, put that in your calendar. Um, fun, joy, ah, gratitude will all help you coast through Thursday. If it's a really heavy, heavy work day, you might want to try to rearrange some of it. Um, and not for Friday, <laughs> like move it up in the week, move it up, move it up if you can, or move it to next week. It's just not the weekend. The weekend's going to get wild too. And so here we go. So Friday, uh, we have some stuff Friday, October 1st, we're kicking off spooky season with a spooky kind of energy. Um, and it's, and it's interesting because, uh, October is one of my very favorite months, but we have to remember that we have retrogrades going direct in the first half of October. And when retrogrades go direct the last week before they go direct, they kind of have the tail that whips around and says, did you get it? Remember that I say it every retrograde, the tail of that retrograde as it's about to go direct is whacking everybody around going, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you learn your lesson? And then remember you have a post retrograde shadow, which is going to um, be where the planet goes back to where it had gone. So it goes, the planet goes retrograde, moves backwards in the astrological wheel, right? To a degree. And then when it stations direct, it stations direct. And then it starts to move from the degree. It is now direct back to the degree it was when it went retrograde. So it is kind of playing catch up and you're going to cover the themes that covered in retrogrades. So this retrograde wants to know, did you get it? And have you learned? Cause it is time and I'm about to go and I want to make sure you, you got this right. So when you look at it like that, um, Pluto retrograde goes direct October 6th, 7th, depending on where you are. Saturn retrograde goes direct October 10th, 11th, depending on where you are. Jupiter retrograde goes direct October 18th. Okay. Neptune retrograde goes direct November 1st. So it's a month guys. <laughs> It's going to be a month. And the reason that it's important to note is because October 1st kicks it off like gangbusters. Um, so as you remember, Mercury has been square Pluto since September 18th. I've talked about it a few times. Mercury square Pluto tensions with the underworld, the resurrection, the purification, the magic detaching you from ego. Now Mercury's retrograde, right? Been retrograde for three days. Now Mercury's the Mercury square with Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, Mercury retrograde in Libra squaring off with Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. This tension now will peak and will last until October 4th. 
And so Mercury retrograde is asking us to process the F out of the Pluto retrograde. Where are the cracks in your foundations? Where are your shadows? Mercury retrograde takes shadow season and drives it deeper into your soul and asks you to name names. Where are you acting a fool? Where are you not doing what you're supposed to be doing? Where are you? Where are you really? You have to go deep with your thinking. You will notice that almost everyone in the freaking world wants to have a deep conversation with you. You may notice the intensity of interpersonal relationships goes up a notch. What you must not do, and I'm going to say this so aggressively, you must not turn this energy into the world. This is an individual energy. This is you taking the Pluto retrograde and going deeper within you. If you turn this energy into the world to ignore what is calling you from the depths of your soul, you will find rabbit holes everywhere that are delusionary. I don't know if that's a word, uh, <laughs> that are deceptive, that are dark that are scary because you're not meant to be out there. You're meant to be inside of you and out there is a distraction. So you must not take the bait. Remember that we must evolve upwards. We have to heal. We have to feel it to heal it. And if you take all of this wild Mercury retrograde square Pluto retrograde, and you go off trying to fight battles that exist out in the world, that are not your business, meaning they will not impact your life in the next 24 to 48 hours. That ain't for your attention right now. Bring it all the way back home, deep inside your body, journal, meditate, evaluate, integrate. Those are very important elements this, this week. And this weekend especially is going to be, there's an urge. There will be an urge to dig somewhere else so that you can keep what you have buried, buried, right? There will be an urge to dig in your neighbor's backyard. There will be an urge to rally the troops and go dig in the community's backyard because you're trying to distract from what's in your backyard. So pay attention to not let that happen to you this weekend. And if you pay attention and you keep going deeper within yourself, you will thrive. We have Mercury retrograde, also semi-sextile Venus here, right? This creates more of a uh, magnetic energy, right? And so the more that you find peace within you, the more you'll be able to bring peace without you. Okay. And so pay attention to the, to the desires, pay attention to where your mind goes and dig deeper into your body. Do the shadow work. We have a week left with Pluto retrograde, do the shadow work. It will benefit you so, so much. Once Pluto goes direct, um, Saturday, October 2nd, Venus sextile Pluto retrograde in Capricorn all the way till next Monday, um, really carrying us towards that Pluto direct, you will feel depth in your relationships. Venus sextile Pluto is going to be stabilizing, activating, supportive, right? So Venus is going to be supporting that last little bit of Pluto retrograde and Capricorn healing those cracks, healing the cracks in the foundation, healing the, the, the way that you show up in relationships out coming out of uh, shadow season. It's going to be very good next weekend if you are <laughs> doing the work. Um, and then on Sunday, the moon moves into Virgo 
and Mercury retrograde is trying Jupiter retrograde and it kicks into a completely different kind of vibe right? And we start to have some movement. And so the weekend will be a lot of shadowy stuff. The energy will be deep, right? Um, but then we, we, we will catch a break next, uh, early next week. So everybody, that's the weekly forecast. It's a big one. It's a long one. That was like 34 minutes. Uh, I just looked up, it said 34, 34. Um, but it's got a lot of content. <laughs> so we will talk soon and I will see everyone for our asteroid workshop. Um, is the next thing on the schedule. Um, I believe that's Thursday or Friday. I'll have to check the calendar, but I will see everybody for that. And I will talk to you all soon.